Hey, it's Derek Hansen here, brand manager of the Mighty 790 KFGO. Thanks so much for being with us for the first edition of KFGO Classic Radio. This is going to be a fun show throughout this uh, summer anyway, and at least until we get uh, baseball started, whenever that might be. But I thought it'd be a good chance as I was looking around for some old games, and we'll talk about some of the old games that we'll be playing uh, very soon. I was able to find some old cassette tapes of some old interviews from the likes of, well, Ed Schultz, Boyd Christensen, Jack and Sandy, Tom and Larry, Dave Lee. Yeah, you're going to hear from Olaf Harvey. So uh, we're going to have a lot of this for you for the next few weekends here coming up for KFGO Classic Radio on Saturday night. So I hope you that you do enjoy it. We're going to start things off here, and, and I think this is kind of a... One of the cornerstone moments of KFGO always being a great radio station, but as the mid-90s came along here and you had talk radio really taking over, KFGO acquiring Ed Schultz from Channel 6. I mean, it's one of the biggest uh, stories, I think, entertainment-wise in the Fargo-Moorhead area. And here is a show that used to be called The Hot Seat, where you had uh, Jack Sunday and Larry Risfit, along with uh, Paul Jurgens coming in and asking questions of various guests. And obviously, with the announcement at the time, Mid-States uh, Broadcasting, they owned it uh, as far as KFGO here, and they were able to acquire Ed Schultz, who became the operations manager manager of the stations here and as we know uh ed no longer with us sadly uh, larry no longer with us but it, it kind of gives you goosebumps listening to this but here is again the hot seat ed schultz jack sunday larry Risfit, paul jurgens here talking about the acquisition of ed schultz that eventually turned into an institution here on kfgo that joel heitkamp's taken and grabbed the torch from ed but uh, news and views here on the mighty 790 so let's get back to the hot seat going back to march of 1996 Ed Schultz, that's a new boss here at KFGO. Uh, my first question for you is, can I freshen up your coffee? <laughs> Actually, the last cup you gave me was piping hot. I can't even drink this stuff. <laughs> it was... All right, here we go. This is the KFGO hot seat. Our phone numbers are well known. We'll give them to you here in a few moments. If you want to call in and get involved, you're welcome. Special hour-long edition. Vice President of Broadcasting for Mid-States Development, Ed Schultz is uh, with us here now on the KFGO Hot Seat. So, Ed, uh, what are your plans for changing KFGO AM? What are you going to do to the station to make it better? <clears throat> First thing I'm going to do is find out what you people are all about. I'm going to get inside your heads and your hearts, and we're going to talk. And the last thing I'm going to do is start making change without information. Uh, change is inevitable in this business, but uh, it can also be very damaging. Uh, from the outside, my first impression of KFGO is that you've got a very strong base, You've got great people. You've got tremendous hustle. You've got tremendous heart. Uh, I was just absolutely overwhelmed yesterday by uh, the reception of the employees here, and uh, we're off. Uh, we're off on the right foot. Uh, so when we say change, we may just be throwing that word out there, but that's a very dangerous word to use, especially in broadcasting when things are going so well. So I can't really say right off the top of my head. We may not change anything. We may not change a thing. There you go, Ed. Uh, let's go over to the uh, newsroom. Here's uh, Paul Jurgens. Eddie, I talked to you yesterday a little bit about this at the news conference. Uh, from the microphone to the management, uh, talk a little bit about the transition you're going to have to make personally here. This is quite a big jump. Yes, it is, uh, Paul. You know, and I, and I really think that it's one that uh, I can make. Uh, I have managed uh, uh, half a dozen people under me for the last uh, 13 years and uh, have been responsible for uh, also uh, a lot of things happening in radio at, uh, at my old job. But uh, the scope of it obviously is going to change right now, and uh, it's going to be a challenge, 
But I have faith in you people. You know, I, I have faith in the way you people do business. I have faith in, in, in your abilities, too. And for me to come in here and think that I'm just going to have to uh, carry the ball by myself with no help, that, that would be absolutely the, the wrong thing to do. I think the transition uh, is, is going to be easy. I can make decisions. I'm not afraid to make decisions. I'm not afraid to to support people. I'm not afraid to say we got to do something different. All right, man. Good answer so far, Ed. Ed, <laughs> Ed Schultz here on KFGO. You've heard all the hoopla about this business and broadcasting, but we know it matters to you, too, because you listen to KFGO. You watch Ed Schultz, and this is all a big old family around here, and uh, here's old Bill. He's got his cell phone going, and he wants to get on the hot seat. Go ahead, Bill. Uh-oh, you need a more expensive cell phone. Hey, Eddie, are you there? Yes. Hey, I got a question. Uh, I called you on your other station a couple weeks ago. Boy, I hate and that. And you produced a, a commercial that said, while well, the other radio station sleeps, ours was there. Uh-huh. And you thought that that was a, a good commercial. And I questioned you on it, and you said that's the wave of the 90s. And then another commercial, you said, our uh, weatherman is here. Well, theirs is 250 miles away. I guess my question to you is, uh, is loyalty dead in the business? You can't fault a person for bettering themselves or taking a promotion, but uh, also are these things you're going to change? Because two weeks ago you told me that uh, this station that you're at now was way behind the one you're at. Well, let me... Okay, thanks for calling, I, Bill, and turn up your radio. I right? appreciate that call, and I appreciate that question. First of all, as far as the weather is concerned, that's something we've got to take a real close look at. Uh... I don't think it's right to have weather coming in from Minneapolis. Uh, people, well, you, you know, the pe weather service, people die in this stuff up here. The weather service gets their uh, gets their weather out of Bismarck, which is 189 miles away, and we have a road and weather correspondence amounting to how many of them, Paul? But uh, uh, 62. That's true. But <laughs> perception is everything with the public, and when if you have your own meteorologist in house, and uh, there is a perception there, and it is, in my belief. Uh, the best way to do it. And I think it would be a good investment, and it's something that I've got to take a real close look at. Now, as far as the promotion end of it, sometimes uh, when you're behind, you've got you to throw, throw deep. <laughs> and uh, you're, you're a great station. You're uh, extremely tough to beat. And uh, I had to shake up the market, and I think that that was a real good example that I'll do anything I have to do to shake up the market. We're going to take another uh, break. Here. We're going to take our first break here in just a moment, but we're going to talk to Mike. Yes, hi. Ted. Yeah. Um, congratulations on the job. Thank you. It was a complete shock. Um, I can't wait for you to get the Bison game and knock off the Sioux <laughs> because this is Bison country. Viking country, and that's one thing. Since you're taking over, keep on doing the Vikings, Twins, Timberwolves, and do some Red Hawk baseball. And uh, do you think you're going to be doing? I, I don't think okay. you. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Okay, thanks. Uh, sports, obviously, your forte, and so I guess uh, there'll be a strong leaning toward that continuing on KFGO. Huh? Uh, on our properties, yes. Should we take a break here? Uh, no, we're going to go to the phone. Is this uh, is this Craig or Howard? Howard. Howard, go ahead, buddy. <clears throat> I wasn't surprised at the changes because change is everything in radio. But I hope they keep Tom, <clears throat> Tom and Larry and Boyd all in their slots. It's the least of my worries. How about Jack and Sandy? I don't care about them. They talk too much. <laughs> <clears throat> 
Whoa. Who's supposed to be sitting in the hot seat here anyway? <laughs> <laughs> well, what about that, Jack? Do you talk too much? Let's put you in a hot seat. Well, that's here. what I do for a living. Oh, I see. <laughs> what you need is uh, a couple of good disc jockeys that'll, how about, play, that'll play music. Howard, how about putting Ed Schultz on the air uh, with a talk show? Well, I like Boyd better than anybody. Well, we're not going to move Boyd out of there. Boyd's going to be just right where he is. I think you ought to change your frequency so you can reach Alexandria in the, at night. Uh, yeah, we got we, we we have a nighttime pattern that is a problem. Yeah, it is. All right, thanks for calling there. This is the KFGO Hot Seat Continuing, and we've got Ed Schultz here. He is a new vice president of uh, Mid-States Broadcasting, announced yesterday, and big hubbub and hullabaloo. And I'm not as fast as I used to be, but in regards to Howard, how can Howard say that Jack and Sandy talk too much when he prefers Boyd Christensen? Nobody talks more than Boyd. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, hey. No, well, nobody does. I mean, that's what he does for a living, too. I think he just doesn't. Uh, must be a personal thing. Ed Schultz is here, and uh, let's go right back to the... Uh, to the phone lines. Uh, Craig, your turn, partner. What do you have to say to Ed? Yeah, Ed? Yeah. I'm glad Boyd's going to be left alone. I uh, hope it continues. But there's a lot of people, myself included, that like the work you did on Viewpoint. When can you get a show, and how soon are you going to do that? Uh, it's going to transpire uh, within the next few weeks. The logistics of it have not been worked out. It will be very similar to the shows that I've done in the past, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Very good, thanks. Okay. Well, yeah, well, what's this going to mean to the hot seat? Do you have a guess right now? We're going to look at everything, but I wouldn't be too nervous. It's a pretty good show, isn't it, don't you think? I like your work. I, th I think it's very good. You've got an excellent response, and that's the name of the game. What are you going to call your new show, Ed? I don't know yet. Uh, what's wrong with Viewpoint? Well, you know, it's been a dirty word over here for quite a while, you know, Ed. So was Ed, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, folks, it wouldn't be weirder if Jim McMahon was Viking for the or was quarterback for the Vikings. Uh -huh. It's kind of cool. Let's go to work here with uh, Patrick. What's on your mind? Hi, Ed. Uh, <laughs> I want to say I have never seen a more classy, more intelligent, more thoughtful um, bow-out than what you did yesterday. Thank you. Um, I've noticed over the years um, that everything you said, it, it did seem kind of, uh, you know, blasé for a while there at the end. And uh, I am glad you're moving on in your career, and I look forward to bigger and better things coming Thank from you. you and KFTL. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, you know, uh, this is... Uh well, doggone it, Paul has questions. But this is radio. You've been a TV guy, you know, and you do a little radio. And I've always been radio, and I wonder how you're going to feel I, about I that. Jack, I really appreciate you saying that because I have done more radio shows than Wolfman Jack in the last 20 years. I mean, I have, I started in radio, and I'm not saying this because I'm in this position. Radio is my first love. It really is. Uh, Wayne Hiller had me doing a little radio show over there in Moorhead starting in 1977. And I, I knew as the first time I was on the air, I was never going to get it out of my system. Television, uh, it's, uh, it's the big eye animal. When you got the tube, it's power. You can do a lot of things. You can influence a lot of people. But there is more creativity. There is more spontaneity. There is more fun in radio. Radio is people places, things happening. I'm addicted to that. I've got to have it, and uh, I'm at the right spot at the right time. Well, let's go back to the phone here. This is Jim. Hi, guys. Um, Ed, well, I'm going to switch you back to TV for a second for sale, but I'm thinking the way uh, uh, Mid-States is going, if you really wanted to have a really good setup with some uh, big-time coverage, 
Uh, what about going after the Red River Broadcast Group that goes all the way out to places like Bemidji and Grand Rapids and Alexandria, Minnesota on cable, and you go almost to Bismarck all the way to the Canadian border and well into South Dakota? Well, the answer to that question was covered yesterday in the press conference uh, under the umbrella. The possibilities are endless. Let's go back to the phone one more time, and we're going to let Larry ask a question, and we're going to take one of our famous breaks here at KFGO. Uh, old-timer, what's on your mind? Hi, good morning. Uh, congratulations, Eddie, on your promotion there. Thank you, sir. Uh, I'm a long-time listener of KFGO, and back when you was up in uh, Grand Forks, keep the uh, sports coming in like the uh, tournaments out there. And, okay. Uh, I think Jack and all of them do a good job. Yes, now. they do. Yes. We still listen at you up here. Well, how about Jack and Sandy? What do you think of Jack and Sandy, old-timer? Oh, I like it. Oh, I like you all pretty good. Okay. I still really love your country music because I can't pick it anymore. Oh, yeah, he listens every solid gold Saturday morning. Thanks for calling, uh, Larry Ristvet. You know, Ed, are you just a little bit overwhelmed yesterday and today? You know, the lead story on all three TV stations was you last night. Uh, headline in the forum this morning. Headline in the sports page this morning in the forum. Man, it's a big deal. I mean, I can't think of anybody else in this in this market, in this town, in this area that could have caused that kind of a stir. Are you overwhelmed? Uh, it's happened to me before, but under other situ other circumstances. Uh, no, I'm not overwhelmed by the by the coverage. I'm overwhelmed by the reception uh, because we've been such fierce competitors over the years. And you people made it very easy, and that's why I was so emotional yesterday. I mean, uh, I mean, it really, uh, it really touched me, and I feel a, a tremendous responsibility to a, uh, a lot of professionals. And I've got a big job in front of me, and I can't wait. This is the KFGO hot seat. Ed Schultz is here, and uh, he has agreed to stay with us. Now, are you coming around for the hot seat, or are you coming around for Ed Schultz? That's the question here. Uh, we have a see uh, Chris, John, and Matt. They're, uh, they're all uh, standing by to talk, but first let's let uh, Paul Juergens get a question in here. Paul? And I'd like to ask uh, if you indeed do a talk show as is as, as planned here on KFGO, uh, being in a management role, uh, it, how are you going to balance that? Uh, speaking from a management role and an opinionated political talk show, that, that could be uh, somewhat tenuous, couldn't it be? Could be. Because you're be. a controversial guy and you are very opinionated. And uh, but those are my views personally and my views as management could be two different things. Uh, what I think uh, is good for the station and what I'd really like to say or what I'd really like to do, you know, I've got to find a, a difference there. Jack, can I ask uh, one more question? Oh, you bet. Uh, political aspirations. Back a couple of years ago, you were seriously considering about running for Congress. You have no, clo you have no idea how close I was to that. Um, what about now? I would assume that has been put on the back burner. Uh, no, not not no. any no no uh, absolutely no aspirations whatsoever uh, for to hold any political office at any level uh, through the duration of my contract here at Mid States. You know, uh, uh, one little house cleaning bill before uh, item before we get to the uh, phones here. Uh, uh, KFGO has a, a certain strong personality that's well known out there. Some like us or dislike it. We consider it like a family, and that's uh, one of the things. And not everybody likes every weird cousin in the family. But you know, the heart and soul of this company, actually, of uh, forever, has been uh, the likes of uh, Richard Voigt, Dick Voigt, our uh, 
he's a, he's a, one of the top dogs. Uh, he's a, the president of broadcasting. And uh, this Bruce Thome, who is bigger than life and a man of real vision, uh, must, you, let's talk about them. Our audience doesn't know them, but believe me, they're the glue that make this thing stay together. Mm -hmm. They certainly are. Uh, Bruce Thome and I got together starting on February 22nd, and I was uh, totally taken by his vision. It was totally refreshing to meet someone like that. In fact, I thought, hey, it's nice to know there's people in this industry that are still around. Uh, you know, people like that. And, well, he's uh, new in the industry. That's what's amazing. Well, uh, yeah, but uh, he sure has a handle on what's going on. And he knows what he wants to do, and he knows how he wants to do it. As far as uh, Dick is concerned, Mr. Voigt, uh, he and I have been uh, respectful competitors uh, for years. And uh, I think we were both uh, emotionally choked up yesterday that we're finally on the same team. And if it, if it wasn't for Dick Voigt, this deal wouldn't have been taking place. That was actually a high five I never, never suspected I'd ever see at a <laughs> little reception yesterday. Let's go to the phone here. Okay, thanks for holding on, Chris. Go ahead. You've got Ed Schultz. Hi, Ed. You know me. Hi there. I'm just so ecstatically enthusiastic over your promotion. Couldn't happen to a better guy. Well, thank you. Is this uh, one of those ten cranks that always calls your show, Ed? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm an Ed backer. How's that? <laughs> All right, thanks for calling, okay. Chris. John, what's on your mind? Thanks for calling. Hi, Ed. How you doing? How are you going to determine what this market's calling for you? you know, can I you turn my headset up just a little bit? Yeah, I can handle that. Yeah, can I freshen up your coffee? Say that. Say that again, John. How are you going to determine what this market is calling for? You can't handle all the sports on the radio. I don't know how much call there is for Timberwolves or the Gophers. You're talking about the Bison. You know, how are you going to determine what to do. Mm -hmm. Well, those are things we have to sit down and, and decide. Uh, there's certainly not going to be any knee-jerk reactions or decisions uh, as to where we're going to place uh, all these entities, but uh, we'll, we'll get it done. Matt! Hey, Ed, how's it going? Good, how you doing? Matt Ensign here. Hey, Matt, how are you? Good, I just wanted to take the opportunity to congratulate you on your new position. Well, thank you. And I just uh, remember thinking back to Old Morehead State days, I think if you and uh, or my dad would have told people at Morehead State that you guys would be where you are today, they'd have laughed you out of Nemzik. I'll tell you what, Matt, uh, I, I was deeply touched uh, yesterday when your dad was at that press conference. It, uh, it says a lot about him as a person, and uh, I really appreciate you saying that. And believe me, I've, uh, my wheels have been turning here the last 24 hours. I've got a lot to be thankful for. I wish and I hope that if I can uh, go after my goals with the intensity that you have, I'll be doing all right. Thank you very much, Matt. Good luck to you. Appreciate you, the call. Okay, Ed, you're going to hang around for another uh, 25 minutes or so. Sure. We can take some more uh, calls here. It's good to have you here. It's Glad to be here. Very interesting. It's almost, somebody told me, and with all due respect, it's kind of like it must have been when Yasser Arafat first went into Jerusalem. <laughs> you know, but, no, you, but no, it that's happened. not it. It happened. But it's, I can understand you saying that. This is the KFGO hot seat. Uh, and, uh, it's a, a, another boss here at uh, KFGO, and uh, it's it's an amazing uh, sight. And, you know, let, let me just bait you for a second here, Ed. You've got to admire this uh, President Bill Clinton for pushing through and signing the telecommunications bill that allowed such an exciting move for you in your career. Well, I'm reaping the benefits of that uh, situation right now, but I just wonder if it hasn't squeezed out the little guy in small-town North Dakota that wants to take his life savings and buy a radio station and and uh, and sit back and have some fun for the rest of his career, rest of his life, because now it's going to be owned by conglomerates from all over the country, and uh, there's going to be some downsizing in this market. 
You know, uh, I'm not saying that we're going to be laying people off, but uh, when you have uh, this many signals and you have uh, the opportunity of syndication and you have the uh, in the com age of computers and things like that. Uh, uh, that's the, another dirty word. You know, that's true. You know, things things change. The industry is changing. Look, look how much we've changed in just the last decade. So you won't give Bill Clinton credit for this uh, wonderful move in your career. Let's wait and see. Well, okay, sure. This, now, if it would have been I think Reagan, Bruce, I think Reagan Bruce Bush, <laughs> yeah, he would have been all for it here. Okay, let's uh, go right to the phone. We've got Carl. Go ahead, ma'am. Good morning to all of you. Uh, congratulations, Ed, on your move. Uh, you're not going to bring Rush Limbaugh over to KFGO, oh, are you? Oh, out loud. <laughs> um, Ed? I have no plans to uh, <laughs> to disrupt the KFGO's programming with Rush Limbaugh. Sandy and I really enjoy beating Rush in the ratings, as a matter of fact. Um, my question, I guess, is that um, you, you might come under some criticism for the timing of this move for for with it being such a big week for WDAY sports with the region six and the elite eight uh, how would you respond to that criticism okay thanks Carl uh, that's a very good question because this uh, is going to be putting some pressure on uh, guys that I've worked with for a long time uh, Dana Mock and Stacy Anderson and uh, Rich Lodwick and uh, it takes a lot of people and a lot of effort to make this uh, tournament season a success Hey, I left the door open for WDAY to uh, keep me on the air until after the tournament season. Uh, I turned in my resignation at five minutes to five on Monday. On Tuesday morning, I was met at the back door and told, quote, get your stuff and get the hell out. Uh, Hey, if that's the way they want to do business, that's fine with me. Well, and they have, that, they have that right and they have that option. I was willing to work every day until my resignation, which was going to be effective March 25th, and that would have taken us through the tournament season. Now, you've got to get in the habit of calling them Channel 6 if you're going to be on KFGO. Jeff, what's on your mind? Oh, congratulations, Eddie. Thank you. Hi, Jack. Hi. Uh, you know, one time ago, I remember that you were crucified because you, uh, of course, made public the... Uh, the amount that Tom Billiter was making over Amy Rooley. And uh, everybody crucified you on that, but at that space in time, of course, Amy had a couple of rings and uh, Tom didn't have anything, and you thought that was unfair. Mm -hmm. That same honesty and that same mouth, I hope you don't shut down now that you're across the street. It's in my contract that I've got total freedom of editorial content within the legal limits of the station. Well... I, I can't ask for a better deal than that. Boy, can you get me that deal, too? We'll, we'll work on it. <laughs> okay, let's go over here to Sue. Thank you for calling, Sue. What's on your mind? Hi, Jack. How are you? I'm very well. Good. Well, number one, and I hope you don't take Sandy and Jack off. They do a really good job. And here, here. Now, this is obviously a bright show. woman. I'm sorry? Keep going. I'm sorry, Sue. Oh, I didn't hear what you said. Number two, I've got a great idea for your hot seat. Okay. Put Jack and, and Sue on. Jack and Sue. Oh, Jack and Sue. Mm -hmm. We'll get back to you on that, Sue. <laughs> anything else? Is that it? No. Uh -oh. Don't you think that'd be a good idea? Well, Jack? you know, I, I think it's pretty hot the way it is, so no. Thank you for calling. <laughs> this Bye. is the KFGO Hot Seat. We have three open phone lines here. We have to take another break. Ed Schultz, an amazing turn of events on this amazing ride of broadcasting. I, I just hope I can hold on tight. Here we go. With another <laughs> break, we'll be back. Special edition of the KFGO Hot Seat, Ed Schultz, one of the... Uh 
vice presidents or the vice president of broadcasting for, for Mid-States Development uh, is with us here. And this is just an amazing situation for us. And, I, and I, I, it's, it's cool. I think it's just fine here. Uh, change is inevitable and change is usually good. Let's go to Duke. Uh, welcome to KFGO, uh, Ed. Thank you. And thanks for taking my call as usual. You bet. Uh, Jim Heilman came with you, is that correct? That's true. And what's going to happen to the great outdoors? I hope that continues. Well, uh, the great outdoors is one of the projects that we have uh, uh, on the board right now. When it's going to start, I don't know. We've got a lot of other things we've got to take care of first. But uh, that is a project that we will get to, and I can't really put a timetable on it, but it will happen. Steve. Well, Steve hung up. Uh, let's go over to Paul Jurgens, And we do have open phone lines. Ed, can you take the name, The Great Outdoors, with you? Is that your name, or is it? Uh, the show is not copyrighted, Paul. Uh, you know, I, I don't see why not. I mean, uh, it, it it is property of WDAY, but it was not a copyrighted name. How so. about this Bison contract? Uh, it's no secret made yesterday that uh, KFGO and Mid-States Broadcasting will make a heck of an effort to go after that contract. Can you get the can contract without a television station? I mean, you had uh, with the Channel 6 and the form and... Uh, and the radio stations there, you, you, you really had a, an attractive uh, proposal there. Well, the way this company is set up now, yes. Uh, the only thing that uh, they would have over us is that uh, they might be able to have an anchor uh, on TV who uh, is maybe a part of the broadcast team that would have a vested interest in making sure the Bison get enough coverage. But... Uh, I know what the bison need. I know what they want. I know uh, what can make them better. I know what can take them to the next level. We have the tools, and uh, my words do not overstep my bounds. Well, let's go over here and talk to Ron on the hot seat with Ed Schultz. Hey, good morning, Eddie. Good morning, Ron. How are you? Congratulations on your big move. Well, thank you. You know, Ed, uh, <clears throat> many of us really don't wake up till our ox has been gored real hard, and I... <laughs> I just pray for your sake that your ox don't get gored real hard. And the okay. best to you, buddy. Okay, thank you. Thanks Hang for coming. I don't know if I know what that uh, uh, metaphor, it's a metaphor uh, for uh, ox being. Greg, what's on your mind? Ed, uh, you're not going to change any uh, any sports things here, are you at KFU? I mean, I, I'm just, I listen to the fan all the time, but I'm just kind of wondering. I listen to your sports night or whatever. On, are you going to do anything as far as, Maybe uh, more sports with KFGO or? Well, on on the AM here, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to take a look at that. I, I'm not going to, we're not going to tinker with the diet too much. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Thanks. Uh, Thanks for calling. All right. Uh, let's see. Should we go over to Jim? Looks like Jim's got something to say to Ed Schultz, our guest on the special expanded version of the hot seat. Hello, Ed. Congratulations. Thank you. Could I uh, make a couple suggestions? One is never ever ever get alan combs <laughs> and the second one is boyd christensen uh, is a talented broadcaster but i think he would enjoy it and i think he would work well at a history type show a week or so ago he did a show about how towns in north dakota got their name and CCO has a show called uh, Time Traveler or something like that. I think instead of having uh, Boyd do uh, do a show about the Dakotas, Montana, and Minnesota 
history. Okay, we'll take it under advisement. Okay. Anyway, uh, I know that Boyd likes history, mm -hmm. and I think it would be a better show. All right, thanks and, for calling. And also, uh, Ed, when you do your talk show, if you could be opposite of Rush Limbaugh, because Rush, quite frankly, is boring. Okay, okay. thanks for calling. Let's see. Ed Schultz is our guest. We have a few more minutes here on the hot seat. We'll be back with him to you, and that's why we're talking kind of shop stuff right now. Uh, who wants to take a turn here? Would it be Paul Jurgens oh, first? What we don't do to get a hot guest on this show every day, Jack. Uh -huh. I'll tell you what. Uh, Ed, on your old program uh, in recent weeks, you had uh, questioned uh, repeatedly the uh, the no interest loan to the Red Hawks organization for uh, the stadium being built at the NDSU campus. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, was that was that trying to get interest in your program, uh, more of a showbiz type thing, or? Why did you bring that up? No, I, st I still wonder. I, I want to know the whole deal. I don't know the whole deal. and uh, I, I, But I also understand that it's common ground around the country that municipalities are, are going in with, with businesses to make projects like this happen. And uh, it's a big city move. It is a gamble. And I think the people in sitting in uh, elected seats right now should be pretty nervous. they they got to make sure this thing goes through. Larry Brisbane? Ed, I can't, uh, I can't help myself. I'm going to ask you a question here. Uh, there are a lot of interesting stories about you over the years mm -hmm. that are floating through the community, and uh, so I got to ask you one sure. here. It's, it's. Uh, I'd hate myself if I didn't ask it. Did you, in fact, shoot your hunting dog? I had a hunting accident. It was not a malicious kind of thing at all, uh, and because of my personality, because of my visibility, and because of the competition in the market over the years, the story has been horribly fabricated. Uh, it was one of the saddest days of my life. It was one of the saddest days of Maureen Zimmerman's life. Uh, hey, I was working down in a, in a little gully, and, and my dog got away from me and got up on, on a ridge and some brush, and some birds popped up, and I didn't even know where, where Red was and shot, and she caught a couple pellets in the back, and uh, we rushed her to a, a vet down there in Rutland, North Dakota, and she was paralyzed with her two back legs, and an hour later went into shock, and she passed away. So did I grab a shotgun and go up and shoot my dog because I was pissed off at her? No, that didn't happen. Okay. And, you know, and I'll tell you something. That hurt me for years because people knew if they wanted to get to me, all they had to do was bring that up. And it's taken me a long, long time to overcome that. Well, you know, Ed, part of that is, is why do you think people have a need to get you? You've sort of well, set yourself up for that, haven't well, that, you? I, and I is it worth that. it to you? But you know what? I think that there's a, a certain portion of our society today that, that uh, people want to take shots at those who are aggressive and those who are successful. There's a certain amount of people out in our society that are jealous of other people's success. And there are successful people who like to take shots at uh, those who are downtrodden and deprived, too. This and you true. might be included in that group. Well, this is true. And I, I, I've always been one. I don't like to take shots personally at other people on the air. I've done it uh, uh, before. I haven't made a habit of it. Uh, I can count on one hand the number of times I've done it in my 20 years on the air, and I can tell you as soon as I did it, I, I, felt, I felt bad about it. And, but I think as broadcasters, we have to go through those kinds of things to understand how it feels, and we get better as we go on. Uh, hey, I've made my share of mistakes. There's no question about that. Uh, but uh, all we can do is learn from them.
Well, Ed, uh, I just uh, want to thank you for joining us. Oh, and uh, sure. you've always been on the air when uh, I've been on the air, so I haven't had a chance to hear you much, but I'm sure I'll hear and see a lot from you. And I want to shake the hand of thank you. the man in charge thank of you very the, much. The, all the broadcasting properties, uh, Ed Schultz. This is an uh, amazing, well, I've said that before, an amazing time in uh, radio history. We're going to have fun. Yeah, it's cool. Thank you, man. And there you you go. That's a special expanded version of the KFGO Hot Seat. This is Classic KFGO Radio. Listening back to some of the great shows and personalities in the rich history of this heritage radio station, the Mighty 790. Hello, Norwegian Americans. Stand by for snooze. Well, it's really too bad that... Actress Lindsay Lohan, the teenage movie queen, and actor Wilmer Valderrama have broken up. He's that guy in that 70s show, and she's been in all these movies like Mean Girls and stuff like that. Anyway, neither they, they broke up because they said neither of them are ready to settle down. They want the chance to photo op now with other people. Page two. How about this? I mean, how weird is this if you're a baseball fan that Pedro Martinez may join the Yankees? You know, wearing pinstripes means New York fans would no longer yell obscenities at him for nine innings. As their hurler, they'd only yell obscenities for six innings. Page three, Harry Reid. Who? Harry Reid. Who? He's the new Senate minority leader. He's going to hold, he says, weekly breakfast meetings at Denny's. With fellow Democrats on the Hill. So far, he's only needed to reserve one booth. On page four, we hear news of Barnes and Noble reporting profits down 25% during their recent fiscal quarter. Analysts blame poor sales of certain releases, like prepping for the SAT by Anna Nicole Smith. And finally, today, the Expos. The baseball team is moving to Washington, D.C., and they've begun season ticket sales in the D.C. area, for Pete's sake. You know, getting politicians to shell out big bucks for seats should not be a problem. After all, this is the group that pays $6,000 for a screwdriver. All of <laughs> Good dog. You are listening to Classic KFGO Radio. Welcome back to KFGO Classic Radio. Let's head to Jack and Sandy here. They talked to one of the all-time great WWE sports entertainers, Ted, the Million Dollar Man, DiBiase. Professional wrestling was also a great amateur. Vern Gagne, Vern Gagne and my father actually wrestled each other in college. They did? They sure did. I grew up watching him. (laughs) And uh, how long have you uh, been um, uh, making a living in this uh, wrestling? I have been making a living in wrestling now for 23 years. Actively for 19 years and for the last four years uh, as a ringside manager, uh, commentator, PR man, just a little bit of everything. Much easier on my body. I've I've gone to wrestling matches uh, since I was a little kid, and uh, I uh, enjoy them a great deal. But have you, in your 23 years, uh, seen... Any changes in the game? Oh my gosh, uh, <laughs> uh, tremendous changes. I mean, if you had, uh, you know, if you'd have said to me, "Gosh, you know, just twelve years ago, thirteen years ago, that wrestling would become the uh, 
phenomenon that it has come become now, I, I, I wouldn't have believed it. And uh, when I was in my heyday as that Million Dollar Man character uh, with the World Wrestling Federation, uh, I thought that I was enjoying the wrestling business at a time when it was, was as popular as it was ever going to be. And, uh, you know, it kind of it leveled off for a while, and now it has just taken off again. It's just amazing. So what do you attribute it to? It's amazing. I, I tell you what, it's good entertainment. It's... it's uh, it's family entertainment. It's, you know, uh, some people will say, oh, well, you know, it's too violent. Well, you know, too violent is, you know, hey, go to an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where they're blowing up everything and everybody. You know, uh, um, the WCW, uh, let me let me make a, a, a difference here. The World Wrestling Federation, who I once worked for, uh, who basically started this phenomenon, has in recent times kind of drifted from their original uh, programming, and I can't say that I would be very comfortable. Matter of fact, I wouldn't allow my children to watch that program right now. Uh, a lot of vulgar vulgarity, a lot of uh, sexual overtones, and uh, not real good. Well, the WWF got hit pretty bad with some uh, bad pl publicity a few years ago with the with the sex behind the scenes and uh, some accusations of steroids and such and since then that's when the WCW took off WCW took off but WCW continues uh, to program more towards the family uh, and you know I think we we talked about a little bit beforehand you know like what what is what's the thing about wrestling well it's hey it's it's like a soap opera can I ask you why I I didn't go last night, but I did see a lot of the coverage on our local news, and there are just hundreds and thousands of kids, and they're dressed up, and they got makeup on, and they're screaming and yelling, and they are just having a hoot. But what's behind all that? Is it just create that kind of excitement, or you know, the wrestling uh, show creates that kind of excitement, and you know, what I, what I call is like when I was a kid growing up. John Wayne was one of my heroes. John Wayne was a hero. He wore a white hat, you know. Uh, he stood for everything that was uh, morally sound, you know. Grandma, apple pie, Chevrolet. Um, and, uh, you know, the basic, you know, good guy versus the bad guy. And in wrestling, you know, it's the same scenario. When you get right down to it, it's good versus evil, and ultimately the good wins. Is there some kind of sign language, too? Sign language? Well, I saw these girls who were, <laughs> I saw them doing this sign language. I mean, the, that's, 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 is that's, that's, new that, you that's a little uh, NWO thing, you know, that's part of the, uh, the New World Order. The New World Order. You know, oh, uh, now, sorry, wrong thing. Yeah, yeah th this morning, uh, some of my co workers, Ted, I'm recalling uh, Hollywood Hulk still. He's not even Hulk anymore, is he? Hollywood Hogan. <laughs> Hollywood Hogan. Yeah. And uh, Macho Man, he's part of that world o New World Order, too, yeah. huh? These oh, are yeah. the bad guys now. These are the bad guys. Now, how know, did this happen? I remember they well, used to both be good guys. What well, happened, Well, you know, it's it's the storyline. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, when I when I moved from the World Wrestling Federation to WCW, as a matter of fact, for the WCW, I can no longer be referred to as the Million Dollar Man because the WWF owns the, oh. the rights to that character. So I could get in trouble? Nah, well, I mean, we're talking about history here, so that's statement yeah. of fact. Is Jake the Snake still about? Uh, no, he's not wrestling actively with any company right now. Okay. Is there some you you guys have referred to a soap opera yeah. uh, kind of thing? It, what is the story? I mean, I don't know what what you guys are all talking about here. So goes on fill for me years in and years. Little. I mean, it's it's just ongoing. I mean, the 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 the, the matches, the feuds between. Uh, 
this particular wrestler and another wrestler. Uh, right now. Or between the WCW going against the NWO. The NWO is like the outlaw, uh, a bunch of outlaw thugs trying to come in and take over World Championship Wrestling. And it's, but it's, it's a story. It's, it's a storyline. Yeah. And actually, when I came to the WCW about a year and a half ago, I was the leader of the NWO. Oh, you got better, though. Yeah, huh? well, I saw the light. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have to take a, a commercial break, and I, and I must admit, uh, Ted, uh, knowing only your uh, public persona, uh, I was a bit surprised to see that you're going to be giving a public uh, presentation uh, at First Assembly of God tonight. Maybe we can talk about what you're going to be talking about tonight, and maybe we can draw some people into the fold, okay? Great, I would love to. We'll be back with Ted DiBiase. He's... Well, they used to call me the Million Dollar Man, but I will anyway because I'm not as scared of those guys at the WWF. You know, most of this week on KFGO Live with Boyd Christensen and actually a, a bit on uh, News and Views with Ed Schultz, this wrestling subject came up, the old-time wrestlers, because we had this big event coming to the Fargo Dome last night, which drew in excess of 14,000 people, that everybody was reminiscing about some of their old favorites. Do you know who Gorgeous George was? Oh, absolutely. I saw him wrestle when I was about eight years old. And what a show it was. He, he pulled out gold bobby pins and threw to the crowd. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm sure somewhere in my mother's treasure trove there is a gold bobby pin. I don't think I've seen Jack as thrilled to have a guest on our show <laughs> either in the last week as he's been about you, Ted DiBiase. So, uh, DiBiase. DiBiase. The oh, God, man. I'm sorry. So, uh, so, that's okay. I'm used to it. <laughs> so you mentioned Vern Gagne. Uh, any other old favorites that might uh, ring a resonant oh, chord? Oh, gosh, you know. Uh, the people in this area would know, probably out of the Minneapolis area, uh, uh, Baron Von Raschke. Oh, that came up. Yeah. Yeah. Mad Dog Vachon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. The Crusher. The Crusher, the Bruiser. Now, you're younger than me, but who is the famous, you may not know, but she was a famous woman wrestler. The great Mamu, or... Oh. Uh, is that... I'm sorry. Well, um, I, I know you're talking about, and all of a sudden I've gone brain dead. And, and I, they used to have midget wrestlers. Oh, yeah. Remember back in the oh, they, they don't do that anymore, that. do they? A lot of fun. Oh, every now and then. Did mm-hmm. mud wrestling come out of this? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, uh, Ted, you are, uh, the, the action was last night at the Fargo Dome, but uh, you're continuing the action today. You're going to be doing a book signing at Media Play from 4 to 6, right? Right. What's your book? I uh, wrote a book about my life uh, growing up in the wrestling business and, and about my, uh, my walk with God. And uh, I titled that book, Every Man Has His Price. Oh, well. The true story of wrestling's million-dollar man. A little play on the words because as the million-dollar man, that was my motto. Everybody's got a price for the million-dollar man. I was, you know, for those non-wrestling fans, I am wrestling's answers to J.R. Hewing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge of wrestling. But uh, <laughs> the book is about that journey, and uh, it's been on sale now for a few months. And I was at uh, well, um, uh, Barnes & Noble yesterday for an hour. Did very well there in a uh, media, media play. Today, four Today, to six. Four to six. And then I will be at uh, First Assembly here in Fargo at 7 o'clock. And... Uh, what what is your uh, what's your story? What what are you going to tell them? I'm I mean, good. because people generally think of of your public persona as that someone related to violence, right? So what you doing in a church, man? Well, I tell you what, that's well, that's the thing. That's that's what I think draws people. A lot of people come when they hear I'm in town speaking in a church, going, "What in the world is the million dollar man doing speaking at church?" Well, uh, that's what the story is about. Uh, 
when you come down there, you'll find out. Uh, about six years ago, uh, I came to a crisis point in my life, uh, and it was uh, through turning back to God that I was able to uh, to come through this crisis, and then the, the change in my life since then has been uh, so dramatic that uh, I, you know, anywhere that I can go, or any, any church that will open its doors and uh, let me share that story, I do. And you do that uh, with, with every appearance? Do you uh, try to get into churches? Uh, not every appearance, but, it, you know, I, it's, it's turned into a ministry for me. Uh, I do it more and more and more. Do you see a lot of, uh, do you see a lot of things going on uh, in uh, sports that uh, you find uh, repugnant to your own personal beliefs? Oh, yeah, I, I really do. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's gotten so, so much of it is just about money now. Uh, and uh, uh, the pursuit of, of, of money is, uh, you know, it's like uh, free agency has gotten to the point where, you know, usually, you know, when I was a kid growing up, you know, a guy, a guy joined the team and he was on that team. You know, he was part of that team. That was it. And now you don't know from one year to the next, you know, who's going to be on what team or what team's going to be number one or number two because you never know who's going to be there simply because of contracts. You know, it's all about the dollar. And that's not what life is all about. Had a couple of calls. People want to know if you know, Ted, what happened to Killer Kowalski and to Ray McClarity. Okay, I don't know about Ray McClarity, but Killer Kowalski is uh he is from the boston massachusetts area and uh he is still alive and he actually runs a uh he has a wrestling school up there you know so. okay you know when i was a kid my folks used to take me to see professional wrestling in idaho falls at the auditorium and i just remember that so vividly and and I remember three of the four wrestlers in a tag team uh, there was a guy named mike nelson a guy named logger larson and a guy that went by the handle of the bat, and there was another guy. I don't remember who that was. I don't remember but, any of well, them. The well, <laughs> I think this was a small circuit. Of course, it was uh, small. It's not like now. But uh -huh. here, I remember afterwards, we went back to my hometown, and Dad sent me into the bar to go get some Cokes. Yeah. Because we used to like to sit in front of the bar and watch the drunks. So I went in. I went into the uh, went into the bar, got the Cokes, and while I was in there waiting to get the bottles of Coca Cola, Mike Nelson. Logger Larson, this guy unknown, and somebody else unknown, who I presume was the bat, uh -huh. came in and sat down and started associating with each other. And it came to my conclusion, I came to the conclusion, that these guys were friends. <laughs> I thought they hated each other. I'd just seen them beating each other up. Right. <laughs> it's a business. And, you know. and, um, and you guys at the WCW now, the thing I, the thing I like, so much is that you really don't try to make us think otherwise. This is just fun family entertainment. Yes, exactly. Uh, and that's what it's all about. Uh, it's about entertainment. It's about, uh, you, know, the st you know, the storyline uh, continues on. And ultimately, you know, it's just like in any soap opera. You know, the good guys get away, for it, get, get away with it, and they get away with it, and they get away with it. But finally... <laughs> good guys make a comeback and good overcomes evil and that's what I think the the major appeal is for kids because kids out there they all, you know, everybody wants to have a hero somebody that they can look up to this Goldberg guy I don't know he looks like you know I think he's really mean though isn't he, <laughs> isn't he really mean though huh uh, he's, a, he's a pretty bad dude <laughs> okay is that Bill Goldberg yeah yeah he's 
I think he really means it. He is the star on the horizon. He is. Yes, he is. He's really that Jericho guy was looking pretty good, too, last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. I got a couple of more calls. Okay. And uh, let me see if I got these names right. The Ultimate Warrior? Yes. No, where's he? Or uh, I don't know where he is, but there's a rumor floating around that he's coming to WCW soon. Okay, so. and what about Billy Robinson? Billy Robinson, that's an old name uh, uh, from okay. the past, with uh, along with Vern Gagne and and, oh. and that group. He was a, a big star in that in that time. Whatever and, happened to the Crusher? Do you guys I, remember the Crusher? Yeah, uh, I don't. He was I, old. Now the Bruiser. When I was young, Dick the Bruiser has has, uh, has passed away, and you know what the Crusher? I'm not sure about Crusher okay. Kowalski. Is that no, you're no, just no, the, the, just crusher. the Crusher. It was the Crusher yeah. and the Bruiser, but. Uh, yeah. Billy Robinson, I'm not sure where he is now. I love the Crusher. All right. I've been nervous all day about this. I just can't, and I'm just so glad you didn't you should have seen chew him. me up and spit me out or something. <laughs> he was more excited to meet you than Crosby, Stills, and Nash when they came by one day. I, I'm flattered. <laughs> Truly. I'm flattered. Ted, thank you for joining us. and uh, we'd Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure being here. Ted DiBiase here on KFGO.